0: Hey dudes, what's up? This is episode seven of A Borderline Personality. Today's topic is on mental health and addiction. Oftentimes, individuals with mental health disorders are, they're also likely to have addiction problems. When you have both mental health and addiction problems, it is called a co-occurring disorder, and many individuals that struggle with mental health problems Turn to bad coping skills like doing drugs or drinking alcohol to alleviate the pressure and pain of everyday life. Studies have shown that about 50% of individuals with severe mental disorders are affected by substance abuse, 37% of alcohol abusers and 53% of drug abusers also have at least one serious mental illness. And again, most drugs and alcohol, most people use drugs and alcohol as a way of coping. Alcohol and drugs are often used to self-medicate, the symptom of a mental health problem. People often abuse alcohol or drugs to ease the symptoms of an undiagnosed mental disorder, to cope with difficult emotions, or to have a temporary change in their mood alcohol and drug abuse can increase the underlying risk for mental disorders and alcohol and drug abuse can make symptoms of a mental health problem worse which sucks because it's like ugh, smoking weed is like probably one of the biggest factors to me personally as to why my meds weren't were not working for probably forever Um, weed to me like I'm not against it at all like I used to be the biggest stoner in the world but um, the first time I got high and like smoked weed that ruined everything for me because it was then that I started to not be able to tell if medicine worked or not. Because it it like if it didn't get me high, then like it didn't work in my head. So like I know that painkillers work, like Advil and stuff, but other than that, like for my antidepressants and stuff, I can never tell if it works. And that's really not good. So I have struggled with substance abuse for a long time. I personally used it as a coping skill. Like I said, my parents put me on Adderall at age eight and that had probably the biggest effect on just like addiction in me in general. So the Adderall crash was so bad that i i wasn't allowed to smoke weed at home or do anything like that but i was allowed to drink so i used that as a as a coping mechanism for taking adderall um for privacy and security purposes i'm not going to talk a whole lot about what i've done or like what i've experienced with drugs but um i do want to say that i know what it's like to abuse drugs and and alcohol and it took me getting off adderall to realize that i didn't need drugs adderall was the drug that really pushed me into doing other things the one thing that frustrates me the most is that when my parents kicked me out they they wondered why i had such addictive qualities in me and i was like guys are come on like you put me on Adderall at age like what eight nine what what did you expect like nobody thought of the consequences that that would have on on me not only in terms of being addicted having like an addictive personality but also like psychologically I I always wonder what I'd be like if I didn't take Adderall back then like would i be different would i not be so like effed up in the head i don't know it's curious it's i wonder um but before i end this podcast i do want to offer help if you need it so first and foremost you can always talk to me follow me on instagram at a l l i e y y c a t send me a dm tell me what's up there's no judgment between me and you like i am not someone who can judge because i've been messing up my entire life but um treatment for mental health problems include medication individual or group counseling lifestyle changes and peer support Treatment for substance abuse includes detoxification, managing of withdrawal symptoms, behavioral therapy and support groups to help maintain your sobriety. Personally, I would love to go to a detox center, not just to like detox my body, but also because I think that it's just been, so long since I haven't since I've been completely sober and what I mean completely sober I mean like off of antidepressants and all that um the one thing that just scares the crap out of me is is staying over at, at like an inpatient care facility alone and that's probably the biggest thing that's stopping me from doing anything is like i can't handle being like almost in a psychiatric ward again that's what it's like i just don't know if that that would help me but i don't know we'll have to see won't we so i just want you guys to keep in mind if you're struggling with drug and alcohol abuse there's always hope there there is and i'm saying this as someone who like half the time like is just like oh my gosh like if this is what life is gonna be like like i don't don't want i don't want to be a part of it you know but it's really important to get the help you need because everybody needs help and especially for me like i when I was younger, I was that type of person that never asked for help. Like I was scared. I was embarrassing. And now I, I'm i so open to like anything and everything, which is why I did TMS. Um, another thing to keep in mind is that relapses are part of the recovery process. Like don't get too discouraged if you relapse you know setbacks happen sometimes you take a couple steps forward and sometimes you take a couple steps back it's all what matters is what you're doing to improve that situation so don't 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 be too hard on yourself if you do relapse but also don't think to yourself like oh relapsing is normal i'm just gonna do over and over again that's not good either and one more thing your peers your friends your friends are always there to help you if they are real friends if they're not they're gonna go tell you to suck it but it's okay to talk to your friends don't feel embarrassed because people go through this it's not something that's out of the blue even though it seems like it you're the only one going through it if you're scared to talk to your friends, you can call um, Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous and they'll literally just talk to you until you say, okay, I'm okay. Um, I've personally, I've called myself once, one time. And um, it's really, it's super weird, but it's really nice to know that the other person on the phone has no idea who you are, yet you can share anything you want and they will listen and they will provide solutions to your problems. I kind of forgot to talk about how BPD fits into addiction, and I guess I kind of said it when I was talking about the Adderall crash, but basically, for me, like having borderline personality disorder and like being like, Bipolar, just sometimes you're so uncomfortable in your own skin that you need an escape. And your escape is drugs and alcohol or whatever you, whatever bad coping skills you do to alleviate those feelings. So the main reason why I abused certain substances was because I was either bored, not gonna lie, Um, or I was so uncomfortable with the way I was feeling. I just wanted anything to make me feel differently or to change my mood. So that's kind of my story right there, but I'm definitely gonna get into it a little bit more because it's definitely, it's a huge problem and nobody talks about it, but mental health and addiction go they're so close together. They overlap each other in more ways than one. Anyways, that's it for today. I will probably record another episode tomorrow. So thank you so much for listening. And we will see you mañana